0: is a warning this podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office we cuss a lot we drink during the recording and we touch on some very adult subjects we recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones thanks guys bye This is Jen. This is the Let's Chat Paranormal podcast. I'm here with Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys.
1: What's going on? Hey, what's going on?
0: And I hope you guys noticed, like, there was a audio difference on it sounding better because Eric got like this really cool soundboard. I don't. I posted it on the Instagram. <laughs> Go look at it. Looks real fancy. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: All right guys, well thank you for joining us for our is this our 72nd? Yeah, 72nd. Yeah. 72 episode. And today we're going to be talking about cursed objects. I want to say cursed objects. Uh
1: cursed things. Yeah, cursed things okay. because I I took Cursed uh, things. I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> that, that southern uh, southern vibe. Yeah, cursed things. Okay. Uh yeah, cuz I I uh put in uh, cursed age.
0: Uh-huh. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah. all about it. All right. well, um, before we get started, let's go over our usual the huge. you can find us on both facebook and instagram both of those are let's chat paranormal and you can also send in your own stories to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com uh you can find us on spotify apple podcast Podbean, uh wherever you can just give us a good rating and a good review we'd really appreciate that just so more people can uh find us for some reason whenever you guys do that more people are able to find us so yeah oh yeah hell yeah brother that should be added to the soundboard, because um, that was pathetic. That was not Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, woo! Um, <laughs> now we're doing Ric Flair. Oh, oh my I was just—I
2: was just like, yeah, that's that's
0: An- real nice. Anyways, okay, sorry. Um, all right, so uh, creepy updates.
1: I do not have a creepy update.
0: Me either. How
1: about you, Jesus? No, not really. Uh-oh. Oh,
0: my God. Well, you know
1: what is creepy? My my middle son's poops. Like, those <laughs> things are fucking crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're only going to get worse. Jesus oh Christ. Gosh. No, well, I mean, y'all know Mason. Mason is, like, fucking 60 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> but what he lays, like, 100 pounds. pounds. He, Don't... <laughs> yeah. he lays his own mats and <laughs> yeah. poop. Like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, boy. <laughs> are you hurt? That's <laughs> what I want to ask him.
0: Anyways okay um just a quick update where you guys can find us in the future we're gonna be set up at the kings of horror show on june 25th and 26th uh they're gonna be at the or we're gonna be at the vibes event center and that is gonna be where john kassir is he is the voice actor for the cryptkeeper and then we're also going to be set up in another show and uh that one i think is going to be very exciting that one is gonna be uh called the summer of santa carla also by the kings of horror on august 20th and 21st Corey feldman and jameson newlander will be there they're the frog brothers from yeah uh,
1: fuck yeah what's
0: that movie
1: Oh my Uh, God! Are uh, you serious? uh, The Lost
3: Boys. There you you go. go.
0: (laughs) I was. I wanted one of y'all to act ridiculous, (laughs) and you played into it. she's saying that. (laughs)
2: I'm on my second buzz ball. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say. No, she. That was way too. That's way too convincing. That's way too clever. Okay, okay, okay. Saxophone man was just pissed right now.
1: Oh (laughs) my God! Yeah. Oh, that has to be a fucking sound bit on here (laughs) Anyway, i still
0: believe (laughs) and somehow we'll get yes yes whatever jen
2: starts going
1: on her buzz (laughs) bomb fueled rants backstreet
0: boys no
1: oh my god we just went through like five minutes ten minutes of her singing just oh god no all right anyway no more well
0: that's where you can find us in the future um all right, guys. Well, sit back and relax, and we will go ahead and I don't know what. What are you gonna say? Don't listen to me. Sit back and relax. <laughs> Ooh, Grab hid, a nice
1: cold hid. beer. Drink. She's literally holding the like <laughs> the reason why we're doing this. If you're already litty like, uh,
2: like Jen, just sit back and keep on enjoying this, this crazy train. There you go. Just, uh, I know this will get cut out, but you should um, have the Ozzy Osbourne uh, crazy train laugh. Whenever Absolutely Jen starts, not. <laughs> starts going off on a rant.
0: Absolutely not.
2: You know what I'm saying about, right? Yes. Just a laugh.
0: Just a...
1: <laughs> all right, all aboard, guys.
0: Absolutely not. Anyways.
1: Oh, yeah, I love it. And we're keeping that.
0: Oh.
2: Hmm. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, we're doing Cursed Objects, right? Um. Let me just ask you guys a question. Okay. How? Uh, let me see if I think think of this correctly before someone yells a uh, objection. Um.
0: <laughs> Been watching too much <laughs> Amber. The Amber, heard. amber
2: yeah. heard. Yeah. Um. At what point do you decide that an object is cursed? Ooh, very and true. Based on the value of it, would you still discard it? Because uh, I'm covering the Hope Diamond.
1: Oh, yeah. That's yes. the Titanic Diamond, right? No. Uh, what?
0: <laughs> then never mind. God damn it.
2: The lady literally Delete. throws it into the water.
0: <laughs> Delete that.
2: James Cameron went and got it.
0: <laughs> oh, my so God. So, what's the Hope Diamond?
1: <laughs> the, the one you're speaking of is the heart of the ocean. How about that?
0: Okay. They're, they both start with an H, so. Uh,
1: okay, well.
2: <laughs> wow, my dear Jen, if you uh, <laughs> let me explain what the Hope Diamond is, you will you will know that the Titanic is not included in this <laughs> cursed. Uh...
0: Well, I'm glad I cleared it up before you started. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> The listeners Jesus. are like, very
2: good job, Jen.
3: Thanks.
2: I yeah. totally oh thought Titanic.
1: I, I honestly cannot wait till our audience sees you in front of a camera. There
0: can be a girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, you know, among all the podcasts out there uh, and the very few that are fronted by women, I, I think you're going to become the, the queen spook.
3: Oh,
0: God. <laughs> Anyways, getting goofed. <laughs> I know. So it's like, look at all those stupid faces she makes. Holy shit. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, it's, it's the monsters out.
1: <laughs> are you sure you don't got none of those buzz bombs still left over?
2: Uh, she does. Um, she has a mega pint of them. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> all right. Um, Hope Diamond. Yes. How. Cursed is a cursed object, He decide, you know what, I had enough of this damn thing. So um Hope Diamond, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it can be found at the Smithsonian. Right. It's still right. there. It is opal, has a bluish greenish tint to it, and it is known to glow red when it is subjected to some kind of uh inferred ultrasonic sciency thing. Okay. <laughs> Dangerously glowing red by the way. Not okay. not something. Oh, cool. so like this is
0: violently red.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Um it is thought that it's about it was formed about a billion years ago. that's Darium. pretty much, you know, it's an old bitch. <laughs> um <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> And its origins are very highly disputed. Uh
1: one is said that uh, Fuck you know what I forgot? Hmm. I forgot Fucking mm-hmm. Go. Som- am, I start- am I starting all over again? No, nah, no, nah, go for it. This will make for good uh <laughs> like fuck, I fucked up too. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: origin is highly disputed and it goes between two different things. The first one's gonna be a monk actually took this piece from an Indian temple, viewing it as it was too beautiful to be held just in that one place. Oh, okay. Okay. And of course, you know, he was chased and narrowly got away with his life. Okay. The second Mm -hmm. one is that this merchant, John Baptiste Terrier, I'm going to butcher it, John Baptiste, we'll just go with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stole it when he was giving sanctuary inside the the actual temple. And he saw one of the, I guess, gods that they had that was adorned with, like, a bunch of gems. And the one that he basically chose, which would come to hope, you know, diamond, was part of the many eyes that it had. Oh, shit. So, as he waited for everybody to fall asleep... Ran back to the statue and started to pry the diamond out of it. He was able to get it out. But it was quickly discovered by uh, another monk that was kind of roaming the temple. He escaped narrowly with his life. Mm -hmm. But had one hell of a rock. Yeah. So, of course, he made his way back to Europe. Feeling very... You know, accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> and it said that he was. It's debated, I guess. It say that he was struck and struck with a week a week long fever. Oh, dang! That was only stopped when he sold it to Louis the Fourteenth. That was very taken back by the stone. He right. actually bought a whole bunch of other stuff just to be able to be like, well, how about that one now? See how much I'm uh, buying now? (laughs) And uh, he was taken back so much by it that he had one of his uh, gem people actually work on it. Because he wanted wanted it resized. Right. Like reshaped completely. Oh. This task took two years. Damn. But after it was done, he wore it prominently around his neck. And in his circle, it was referred to as the French Blue. You know, they were like, "Oh man, that French blue, like like a
1: cordon <laughs> blue." Yeah, you know, he was just he was
2: very gaudy about it until you know he died of gangrene. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Okay. <laughs> and of course, Louis the Fifteenth came into prominence of it again. Right, he had it resized again, also, like chipped away to turn it into another one because he had it. Uh, sorry, shaped into a triangle. Louis the Fourteenth did. This guy wanted it back to a circle.
3: Jesus
0: Christ. They're just like chipping away at
2: it. Yeah, that's how, that should tell you how big it originally was. Yeah.
0: Wow, okay.
2: So, of course, uh, okay, I should say I'm not going to run through every single person that has met some kind of demise to it because yeah. I think it's like about 14 people. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just going to skim through it. I am going to hit a couple of like could be debunked. Could not be debunked type yeah, of thing. Yeah. So it jumped on to the fifteenth. He resized it. Same thing. Mm, not such a good life. Then we jump to Louis the sixteenth. I don't know if you guys are too familiar with Mister Sixteenth. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, I don't remember. His wife, uh, uh the couple that got beheaded. Uh, oh. What's her name? Um, oh, okay.
0: So the seven wives or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, okay.
2: You know, uh, he got it, had it resized, same thing. And uh, was Antoinette
1: Maria Antoinette, right? Oh, oh, that's uh, not who I was thinking. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> one that got, that's the one that got beheaded, right? Yeah, you can't uh, have your cake and eat it. Yeah, lady, yeah. Uh, so she wore it prominently, also.
0: I think it was let them eat cake.
1: Oh, yeah, let them. <laughs> shit. Sorry. God damn it, <laughs> the most can't be yeah. hitting me yet.
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> anyways, sorry, Jesse. No, no,
2: we can't all <laughs> have our cake and eat it. someone and under the quote it's someone um (laughs) so yeah um they got it resized it she would wear it a lot and of course they came to a very horrific death if you guys know your history then after that it was stolen from the vault okay and it disappeared for like many many years until it resurfaced back in Mm -hmm. england and everybody's like, well, how the fuck did it get over here? Well, King George IV had bought it. I guess somebody had gone into rough times, and they were like, we need that money. And King George was like, give me that rock.
1: <laughs> I like Jesse's
2: eloquent. I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me that rock. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, ah, that fool didn't turn out so well to him. I think he, he like had some uh, like bloating or gastrointestinal oh, gastro- stuff, and he just you know boom oh gone just gone. boom okay. he gone <laughs> <laughs> then there's a couple of other people that uh encounter it Held some of them just even held it for a few like hours and they succumb to what they call the curse up until and at this time it's not known as the hope diamond it's just you know
3: the diamond yeah diamond. that
2: fucking rock yeah 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 <laughs> Up until it comes into the possession of Thomas Hope.
1: Right. Who ultimately it's named after. Yeah,
2: because it stayed in his family the longest. Uh,
1: (laughs) Does that make him extremely lucky? No, no, he died. uh,
2: (laughs) It stayed in his family because after he died, it was handed over to Henry Philip Hope. And I think like 1839 or some stuff like that. But he also passed away. (laughs) God damn. As soon as he received it. And it stayed in his family the longest because it's the the family, nephews, brothers, sisters, uncles, all fought <laughs> over his. He, he was a gem collector over the collection. Yeah, yeah. So it was in litigation in courts for 10 years. Damn. Up until all his possessions were kind of divvied up fairly. And the oldest nephew was the one that got the, the Hope Diamond. Uh, Thomas, I believe. Who, you know, kept it for as long as his life allowed it to. (laughs) (laughs) Then was later sold due to financial hardship. A lot of people sell it due to financial hardship. Like, they become, even countries become unstable that have held it and sell it to kind of get back that debt. So, uh, someone did a chart. And it just shows how high the Hope Diamond sells through history, like are just yeah. like crazy. Um, we'll skim through a couple of other people that owned it, but another pretty crazy one was a, a Turkish Sultan what purchased it, turned it into like a again another pretty resized it gem. But yeah, as soon as that happened, civil unrest broke out. I think it was the the Young Turks type of thing that was going on at the time there. Okay. Revolution. And he was quickly um, jailed and uh, taken away. Which then, I guess, um, they sold it off to this other guy. Oh, my God. I'm bad with French names, guys. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you that. (laughs) Well, he was a gem guy. Cleaned it up. Didn't keep it for long sold it to the mclean family now if you guys don't know who that is they are the original family to start and own the washington post
1: oh okay
2: at that time it already had gotten the stigma of it being cursed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um they fell through a lot of stuff like family deaths uh, a daughter died uh one of their sons was killed. The husband actually left her, met, remarried, and then was driven insane, put in an insane asylum.
3: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, all the miss this happening, she refused to be like, no, it's not cursed. She would even let their very high class poodle dog wear it as a necklace. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow.
0: So Lola could wear. it. Yeah, and like <laughs> she,
2: she would literally put it on him and like be like, my dog's fancier than you. <laughs>
0: Wow, that, what a power move.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, up until, you know, she died as well, not believing in the curse. Um, the one thing that I wasn't able to get down to is like.
0: I'm sorry, I'm just hitting everything. I'm sorry.
1: Like Amber Heard hitting?
0: Oh my God. Anyways,
1: I didn't hit you. I didn't hit you. <laughs>
0: man you sounded just like her anyways <laughs> are
1: we just being babies
0: <laughs>
1: oh, oh my god Stop. okay see this is where i need the derailing
2: trainer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so ultimately yes she passed away not believing in the curse but everybody else in the family pretty much desolated that they had to sell the diamond because they were they were fucking broke okay that's it Gotta sell the rock, guys. Okay. Can't eat Hope Diamond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My sister tried
2: eating that Buzzball. She was like trying to get every drop out of that thing. Squeeze the juice out like a lemon, huh? <laughs> uh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, we're coming to a end of this. Oh, okay. This trip, I, uh, it was Jesus Christ.
1: How many people died in possession <laughs> with this thing? It's about
2: like fourteen.
1: God, yeah, yeah, I know. After a while, it was like okay. That's like three, that's I four. Would,
0: you know what, at 14, I'd still be all like, that was 14 other people and this is me. <laughs>
2: yeah, of course, that's exactly the thing. They're like, they probably can handle the rock. You know what I mean? They're too low class for this.
0: Uh, me and Lola, we'd t- have little friendship bracelets made out of it. <laughs> God
2: damn. <laughs> then both of y'all go, bam. <laughs> well, I, that's one like, thing. What happened to the dog? Did oh. he live a long, luxurious life? Oh, yeah, life? No shit. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Nothing was ever said about good old Mister Puppers, but hopefully, I want to. I want to hope he lived a long, <laughs> successful life. Um, it, it was ultimately sold to Harry Winston, uh, who had his own little company and hosted these big galas to be like, "Hey, come look at this." Yeah. So even though he did own it, he never wore it or like he came just, in contact yeah, he just with kinda, it. Kind of just displayed it. Yeah, you smart know, that, man Yeah, that's how he kind of was like, I'm gonna make my money first <laughs> Yeah, fuck yeah Um, He had it for 10 years Up Ooh. until he donated it to the Smith, okay. Smithsonian blah, blah. And that's pretty much where it sits now, guys um, Oh,
0: so like you gotta actually wear it for you to get cursed I have
2: no idea, it's highly debated Just like the origins, because uh, some people debate that John Baptist, the original guy that took it but, sorry, John Bautista, uh, didn't die suddenly. He lived to a very old age. But he became knighted by, or, sorry, was given nobility. So he became a very prominent merchant Okay, that okay. a lot of people would go to just because of the ability of him to find these gems due to his new, you know, stature. Yeah, yeah. But he was defrauded by one of his nephews and basically taken for everything, broke. Oh, wow. And, you know, he died pretty much trying to get back to where he was money-wise. So it's either, like, did the curse fall on him the hardest for not making him die, you know, pretty fast? Yeah. And kind of left him in ruins and then died an old man with no money, knowing you once held the Hope Diamond in your hand and now you ain't got no cash. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the kind of thing that it's it's debated among people cuz is that really like the biggest punishment knowing you had something so valuable and then you end up
1: with nothing at the end? Hmm. Maybe. But your life?
3: <laughs>
0: True.
1: Yeah, I mean you're 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 alive after everything that you've heard. Uh, people coming in contact with it and then dying. Oh, if he
0: was the first one, though.
1: Yeah, but imagine that high of like. Oh, like getting oh, up there on top and, of yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. Being
2: accustomed Ooh. to that, that taste. Yeah, and now you're just eating bread and mm-hmm. water <laughs> with a Rule, and you're like a dog's gonna wear that. I know one day. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's pretty much it. Hope Diamond. Hope anybody out there that has a couple of. Uh, critiques or fun facts that I didn't cover because there was just so many people. And I was like, this is literally going to turn into like a fucking history project. (laughs) I was like, let me just skim through it because you see it at the Smithsonian and you're like, oh, that's so fucking cool. But you don't realize like, yeah, it's in here for a reason.
1: Yeah. It may be blue, but it is red. It is (laughs) tainted with red.
2: It it said that it started off as white.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But no details are given on why due to the light that it's shown on it turns that color huh. yeah it's a very fucking weird rock. is it
1: is it uh is it foreshadowing the blood that it would ultimately like take said, in the future
2: it, it when it's hit with that uh ultrasound whatever bullshit that they hit it with it yeah glows violently red mm. so
0: Interesting. like yeah
1: <laughs> my sister <laughs> They should make buzz balls in the shapes of, <laughs> of hope diamonds. Hope diamonds.
0: <laughs> well, I just googled it to look at the color, and it says it's a forty-five point five two carat diamond. Wham. God darn,
1: forty-five carats.
0: That's what it says.
1: Jesus, it,
2: I I believe when it first started, I didn't write it down, but they had estimated it was like a hundred carat or something like that.
0: Dang. Well, it God, says darn. its estimated value now is 200 to $350 million. That's insane.
1: So nobody but like Gates and a few other people can buy it.
0: I like how this is one of the questions was, was the Hope Diamond on the Titanic? <laughs> See, You're, making you on. You're making I that swear up. You're making
1: that up. She's one of the ones that, that fe-
2: that's feeding this rumor. <laughs> <laughs> like the time she was like, hey, why did... Why does Dwayne Johnson and The Rock look the same? Are they brothers?
0: You need to stop.
3: (laughs) You're perpetuating the story. I never want to be reminded.
0: (laughs) We're done. We're done, sir. All right. Eric, I think you're up next. Yeah,
1: my my sister is buzzed. You can tell she's not having some of the...
0: (laughs)
2: or as our son would say you're on thin ice
0: oh yeah (laughs) we taught our son you're on thin ice mama
1: (laughs) wow is this only when you're drinking
0: no this is just i could just be walking by you're on thin ice mama (laughs) wow
1: holy shit petty Uh
0: uh-huh all
1: right all right okay of someone Hmm. so mine I think I think this is going to be lost on the newer generation.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, but if there are, you know, some of the younger people out there listening within our audience, uh, let me introduce you to the 27 Club or the curse of the 27 Club. as Some people believe it to be. Do you know a couple of the members of the 27 Club, my sister?
0: Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain.
1: Well, you're pretty much naming them all. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I knew it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison. History would likely categorize each one of these individuals with revolutionizing the music in some way or another. uh, And along with their hot and heavy lifestyle, their fast lifestyle. But when they each had tragically passed within two years span and all began uh, being at the age of 27, it got the general public thinking. Could there possibly be a curse on those stars that took a meteoric rise to fame, or was it a sheer case of flying too close to the sun? Jimmy passed into his sleep in 1970, Janice, accidentally overdosed in 1970 as well. Jim had a heart attack induced by his drug use in 1971, and Brian officially drowned due to a winking liver from years of alcohol abuse and drug use in 1969. How could, the co- how could this be a coincidence, and how could it be denied? Each one of these individuals an icon of their era. Also, Alan Blind Al Wilson of Canned Heat And Ron Pigpen McKernan of Grateful Dead also passed at the age of 27. Okay. So, it's kind of strange. Yeah. That they all have that in common. All these members also played Woodstock. Oh. And that can't just be a coincidence. After a little digging, Slew's uncovered another interesting individual. Robert Johnson, who famously was alleged... Who have sold his soul to the devil in exchange for talent and fame who was also 27 at the time of his passing hmm. but the general public after all this just let out a collective nah i mean i guess i could see how no one would pay this no mind at the time seeing as how each of them lived that fast lifestyle the majority of these members were known for their high rolling fast and you know hard lifestyles and the theories and ideas of the possible uh, links just lingered in the minds of the public for the coming years. Now let's ride those light beams and sound waves to the 1990s and another influential individual is changing the landscape of music and the attitude of a generation and though admittedly His unfortunate passing, again at the age of 27, may have been just passed off as another rich and famous person not being able to handle the fame and popularity. Kurt Cobain took his own life. But it wasn't until his mother made a comment. (laughs) We don't know that. (laughs) I'm going to get into some of these things, actually. (laughs) Uh, So like I said, it wasn't until his mother made a comment to the press. Quote, now he's gone and joined that stupid club. I told him not to join that club. This lit the fire under the theory that maybe there was a curse of the 27 club. Maybe there was something afoot. Fast forwarding again to two, 2011, and Amy Winehouse now joins the club. Then, 2016, a strange addition is admitted. Anton Yelchin.
0: The actor.
1: Who, Yes. You would know as being a phenomenal actor, but he also had a promising music uh, talent. Really? He played in a punk band huh, and was making a name for himself.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yes. So he, he had a promising future either way in either industry. Right, yeah, and thus more have been added and continue to be added in the years and years to come but now let's take a look at some of the conspiracy theories and possible curses one being the white lighter curse
0: I've heard of that
1: one yes it's a notable one that of course not all of these members had but the core three did right so it's worth noting that Morris and Hendrix and Cobain all had white lighters at the time of their death in their possession, leading many to believe that the white lighters induced bad luck. Hmm. What do you think?
0: I think it's a terrible coincidence.
1: I agree. I agree. So, um, others speculated that the government had a hand in their tragic ends, Due to the outspoken opposition, many of these mega-influential individuals took a stand on during their times. Some extreme theorists believe that the Lizard People government wanted to actually use these stars' fame as a means of controlling the masses. I want to (laughs) say, I love your tinfoil hat right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean... Let's say, let's be devil's advocate and say that the, there is a uh, lizard overlord out there. What better way to do that? I right? Mean,
2: you're essentially mm-hmm. talking about TikTok right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's TikTok. That's, that's, that's like literally lizard.
0: Well, what if, are you gonna call it? <laughs> if you ever. Go into uh, the the lizard people theories. There's a video of what is it Justin Bieber, where we're like showing that he's a lizard people. Well, there's
1: plenty of those videos yeah, of little like, glitches Yeah, of like uh, Vladimir Putin blinking his third eye. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, of yeah. Uh, Obama, his eye adjusting to the light and my, almost going my cat. My like. had
2: a weird foot that looked like a like a fucking <laughs> lizard claw. <laughs> i think she you know her mom messed around with the lizard guy (laughs) gave her that lizard foot she didn't get the full powers she she didn't assimilate fully yeah she's a hybrid (laughs) lizard patita
1: (laughs) okay so these same people believe that during these stars assimilation right during the time that these lizard people were to take their place they noticed that uh trying to mimic these unique individuals personalities was almost an impossibility right like it was very noticeable between the change in personalities and stuff like that that the public's you know questions
2: would arise yeah. yes hmm. kind of like uh nobody noticed the paul mccarthy switch or yeah Barbara yeah the, Avril Lavigne. <laughs>
0: That's a whole other topic. Let's not yeah. go down that. They're
2: like, Lennon is the <coughs> hardest because he's a fucking C-word. Let's,
0: c- let's not go down anything, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm
2: telling you the crazy train button.
3: <laughs> <laughs> once, you said,
0: once you said lizard people, Jesse was all like... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that little light bulb over his head. Oh, hi.
2: you had my attention, sir, <laughs> but now you've piqued my interest. I'm telling you, I you don't want to you don't want to go down these holes with me. I've already, <laughs> I'm experienced yeah. uh, uh, spelunker in these areas. Uh-huh. I wear tin foil underwear,
1: ma'am. <laughs> so, as I said, right, like uh, trying to mimic these people's personalities, being so unique to each of themselves. Uh, The attempt was aborted and then covered up. It was simple enough with these individuals' backgrounds, after all, right? Like, they were all drug users. They were all alcoholics and so on and so forth. Or maybe the weight of their fame and popularity began to be a burden upon them. And they wanted a way out, but saw no relief due to their mark on history. Maybe the only way to get out was to eliminate the influence. Extinguish the star. Maybe these men and women who changed the history and gave voices to many Are taking a much-deserved vacation along with Tupac, Biggie, and Elvis Hitting away from society on some secret paradise island Or maybe it's just the tragic truth that all these individuals were merely human and suffered the same ailments We all do battling depression, isolation, Misunderstanding, no sense of place all while being shot into the stratosphere of the fame and being idolized by millions while carrying that weight. And maybe that is the curse all in itself. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think?
0: Um, you know, it's really hard to to say that there isn't a curse when there's so many like musicians at that age so many talented and influential musicians
1: right and you know it's one of those topics that is kind of hard to either pinpoint any type of uh well i'll give you my before you guys (laughs) carry
2: on i'll just throw my three cents in due to inflation um (laughs)
0: I think it would be more like eight cents <laughs> but anyway.
2: Yeah, no right now <laughs> I'm, I'm lower class okay <laughs> three cents for me i'm old poor okay <laughs> they all had a music career prior to their stardom correct it wasn't correct. like instantaneous they were already out there doing their things hell um uh, what's the 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 thing that uh hendrix played in a band with with the uh, the connection,
1: oh, with uh, Pesci, Joe Pesci, yeah, so yeah,
2: they they were already around, you know, famous people. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. only until that one instant that they're skyrocketed up to to stardom. Because Amy yeah. Winehouse had a very, oh, I can't put a productive music career before she was like, boom, skyrocketed.
0: Oh, like she was already like trying to get off the ground and whatnot. Well, she
2: was already had a fan base, you know. It's just something happened where
0: she it, went viral.
1: It
2: and it, it wasn't even like that back then.
1: Like you had to like yeah. actually like, yeah. you know, yeah, you, you were on SoundCloud. Not, <laughs> not even. Jesse's just not so tired of us already.
2: Because uh, <laughs> you know, execs spend thousands and thousands on advertising for people that they thought would make it, like the boy bands that, you know, Jen creams her pants about. Um they were manufactured just for success.
1: And and uh I think this is the dark, seedy underbelly of the music industry. And I'm just going Yeah. Deal with uh, the devil. So I I wouldn't necessarily go that extreme. Uh, I think everybody has heard, everybody, right? Like everybody has heard some type of horror story within the music industry. Now you, 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 I I think it's not too far of a stretch to say that some of the most unique people out there are, I, I wouldn't say damaged is the word I'm looking for, but have unique issues all to themselves. Right? Would you say that? Yeah. And uh, most of the time, the coping mechanism is either alcohol, drugs, or some type of uh,
0: something that's replacing it. You
1: know? Right. And then you couple that with an enabler, right? Like a like a executive, a music executive, producer, whatever. Like I don't care what you do, just keep on you know making the hits.
3: Or
2: I like to put that into perspective: is these people have like a fucking giant hole in their being right so they're skyrocketed to this they get the adulation they feel like they have a fan base so now they have essentially they've been tethered to these people so they can't let them down
1: because they're being constantly told by fans like oh my god you changed my life or oh my god well i mean i would agree with that in some cases but like in the case of Jimi hendrix and kurt cobain it's the complete opposite Kurt Cobain didn't like the fans that he got from becoming a uh, megastar. He wanted to go back to playing the old bars, being in the Seattle grunge scene. Like, that was his passion. That's where he wanted to go but back to. I,
2: from a lot of, you know, it's, he's not here to say what it was. It's always it's been true. speculated. Well, no, I but mean. in it, most it,
1: interviews. That that was written in his journals. Like, I mean, he, he wanted to go back to the old days. It, same thing with Hendrix. Hendrix was burnt out. Did you know he played like 400 shows yeah. in 2 years?
3: Yeah. Oh my god. He was,
1: he was burnt yeah, out. He was like he was tired. And the fucked up thing about it is is that he wanted to like when he put his foot down to his manager, his manager fucking played him. His manager said, "Just one more tour, Jimmy, and then you can write all the songs you want. You can go back to being a folk singer or whatever you want. You can do that." And it's unfortunately on that first no, either it's the first show of the tour or the last show of the tour that he actually died. Was
2: the Thin Lizzy that's dude part sad. of
0: that club? I don't know who Thin Lizzy uh, is.
1: No, no, oh, okay, no. Uh, Brian Johnson is actually one of the founders of the Rolling Stones. Maybe that's who you're, maybe confusing him with.
2: Maybe I, maybe. I was just.
0: A... I had to look up if Randy Rhodes was, but no, he was twenty-five. So yeah,
1: genius, but um. So, yeah, uh, there there is that theory that uh, just some of the crazy – well, not crazy theories. These are the actual oh, – oh, excuse me. I did that right in the microphone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, these are actually some of the substantial or uh, – it what's the word that I'm trying? Like the ones that are backed up by a little bit of evidence, right? So it's supposed that Jimi Hendrix at the time actually told his manager after this tour, I'm firing you and I'm getting a new manager. And oh, he okay. already had a manager. And the rumor is, is that manager actually had him killed. He actually uh, loaded him up with a lethal dose of uh, sleeping pills. And I, b- I believe that's what it was. Sleeping pills, alcohol, and maybe one methamphetamine. Wow. Uh, because he, he did. He wanted to go to sleep. So he he did He's that. He's
2: take this, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's terrible. The next one, I don't know. Are you aware of the one with Jim Morrison?
0: Yeah. I thought he died in a bathtub in Paris. So
1: that is that is what is released speculated, to the yeah, yeah. That, well not speculated that is what's released to the public and that's generally accepted. But it's rumored that he actually died in a club oh. by a lethal uh, dose of heroin from his current girlfriend at the time.
0: Is that Pamela? He
1: yes he died in the club. Pamela wasn't aware. The bodyguards noticed, and Pamela didn't want to be. Uh, kind of associated with it. So she had the bodyguards load his body into the back of a trunk. They took his body back to the Paris Mm -hmm. Villa, threw him in the tub with warm water to slow decomposition or or the rigor mortis process and all of that and then allege that she found him in the... And the bodyguards have actually I guess hinted at the possibility of that actually being true. Wow,
0: I've never heard of that but i want to say allegedly on all of that (laughs)
1: well yeah yeah yeah. i mean all of this is allegedly yeah yeah. Yeah. they are theories uh Uh, but there are there are people who have said like hey yeah I, i caught wind of this i did hear about this
2: yeah that's like the the whole paul mccartney uh well death and um yeah
0: oh man that whole uh that whole there's a whole documentary on that that's actually pretty that? creepy. Yeah, it's yeah. oh
1: yeah. No, I mean, because like all the all the the hints that they left in the like, albums. In, mm-hmm. Yeah, was the it albums. George
0: Harrison that they said the the tape recording is of his voice or something or somebody that sounds like him.
1: Backwards saying uh uh Paul is dead or something like that. Something
0: like yeah. that. I don't know. It it's actually very creepy, but yeah. Anyways Yeah
1: and, and that was the rumor well, too of why fight. Lennon died is because he was actually gonna come out and say yeah. that you know he hey, is d- it's he a d- replacement. <laughs> <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well the so. fact that
2: so again going into the the weird zone, um <laughs> it's just so happens that after the replacement, air quotes came into play, and they were doing their thing. There was a fallout between both of them, which were uh-huh. basically best friends. Yeah, yeah. And now they couldn't stand each other. You know. But then you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's too. Uh, I I do. I would like to dive into the Avril Levine one a little bit. Uh I don't. The one that I believe, and I know it sounds the stupidest. I I will agree. When when y'all hear it, if y'all give me that look. I'm going to willingly admit, yes, I know it sounds stupid, but with our advances in technology right now, I think our uh, predictions of how people will look when they get older is pretty accurate, right? And with Avril Lavigne, they've run this simulation like hundreds of times. And from her stock photos, when she was, well, supposedly before the switch, mm-hmm. Her facial structure would have changed uh, in a way that she does not look right now. Hmm. She looks completely different than the way she does right now. And that's the one that gets me. I, I know that sounds stupid, but that's the one that gets me.
0: I'm just going to say I loved Avril Lavigne in seventh grade. <laughs>
1: Who didn't?
0: That's true. She was, I was like, I want to wear the cool punk tie, but.
1: <laughs> and the socks on my arms with holes.
0: Yeah. It never happened because mom and dad were very strict. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mom was very
2: strict. I'm just saying they saved you from a lot of pictures that you would be looking back on and <laughs> going, yeah,
1: like, Man, what are you talking about? I look back and I'm like, ah, it's not a phase,
0: mom. Please, re- <laughs> please refer to my senior photo with my oh fucking my emo fringe. You know
1: what? I'm not even gonna lie. The emo girls, man, they were my favorites. They were my favorites. Goth girls, it's goth girl, weird. emo girl. Oh, that Jeez. was a big eye roll. Oh my god! <laughs> she's, Remember, she's drinking right she's now. She's got something to say. She's <laughs> <That's> got something.
2: <laughs> I heard. I heard the 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 gun get loaded and
0: no comment. The Anyways. safety
2: put back on. Oh God! Yeah, I heard the boy. I'm
0: gonna cook
3: your ass real quick.
1: <laughs> Wait till the podcast comes on. <laughs> She's gonna grab that full bottle of margarita mix and just mm. smash it over your head.
2: Anyways, put my right. pot and pan in the on the stove. I'm about to cook this boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
0: All right. So, are we ready for my stories now? Yes. Okay. So I have two stories today and they are both cursed paintings yeah all right so in austin texas off of brazos and sixth sixth street is the driscoll hotel here is where our story takes place in the year of 1887 the state capitol building is under construction so the texas legislature is holding their session in the banquet halls of the hotel
3: Mm.
0: temple leah houston a 27 year old senator who was wealthy that was able to have his family stay in the hotel with him um he has one of his beautiful young four-year-old daughters there her name is samantha houston samantha was known to be a playful little child as most kids are at that age one night she snuck out of the room uh, while her mother was sleeping and her father was downstairs working late into the night with the other politicians while playing with a ball that bounced down the grand staircase. She tripped and fell, breaking her neck and dying oh instantly. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, her father was immediately notified. Devastated. He pulled a pistol out on the crowd of onlookers. Whoa. Another Senator had to disarm him. Before Samantha's burial, her father asked Austin artist William Henry Huddle to paint a portrait of his daughter using her lifeless body as the model. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah.
0: After getting a sketch down, Samantha was returned home for burial. When the, pain- when the painting was completed, though, her father never picked up the artwork. Instead, the,
3: Interesting. Pain-
0: yeah. Instead, the painting was purchased by Kono Colonel Driscoll for $10 and displayed at the head of the Grand Staircase. In 1903, a new owner purchased the hotel and had the painting hung on the fifth floor. In 1906, Laura Houston, Samantha's mother, had donated portraits of herself and her husband to be hung up in the hotel as well. For some reason, though, the paintings kept falling off of the wall until they had to be nailed directly into it. At some point, copies of the three paintings were created due to vandalism, and the real paintings whereabouts are unknown. But let's get uh, to the spooky stuff, So, or well, to the painting. The painting is innocent looking of a young girl with light brown hair parted down the middle. She looks up with big eyes and a slight smirk and rosy cheeks. She wears a soft pink gown with puffed sleeves and a long ruffled collar. A sky blue sash is wrapped around her waist. In her left hand she holds a bouquet of pink and red roses and in her other hand a folded up letter. Visitors today swear that if you stare into the eyes of the girl in the painting that after a few minutes she will begin to grin at you. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> staff, wow. and, yeah, staff and guests of the hotel also will leave a candy on a table beneath samantha's portrait the next morning the candy is said to be gone in the area people say they also see a little girl walking around sometimes playing with a ball and claim to hear her giggling late at night um oh, so shit. yeah so that's the very short story of uh samantha houston um, but I just thought it was very interesting because we literally live an hour away from Austin. I've never heard this. Um, but also, I just want to note that is
1: this is are these paintings on display like um, for us to go look?
0: Yes, technically yes, but it's the reproduction of it.
1: Oh, I want to see the original.
0: I I think they do not know where the originals are.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I understand.
0: Yeah, but um, I'd like to note that I. I got this information off of a travel blogger's website where they actually did go and stay and did their own little experiment. So if you wanted to go, uh, check out what they did. Uh, The website is called abagpacked.com. It looks like their last entry update was in 2021. So I don't think it's active unless they're not traveling at the moment. But um, yeah, that was very interesting. They also had a lot of photos.
1: God damn, man! Kids creep me the fuck out.
0: <laughs> well, this one's going to creep you out more.
1: Another kid.
0: Yes. God damn! You <laughs> right. Start
2: punching kids left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so <You> know, <laughs> creepy, fuck.
0: So I'm sure some people have heard the story of the cursed painting of the crying boy, by Italian painter Bragolin, that lived from 1911 through 1981. Bragolin's claim to fame was a series of paintings called "Crying Boys," all similarly similarly traditional paintings depicting mel- melancholy, tearful children. You could tell I wrote this when I was sober. Um, <laughs> the most famous crying boy painting tongue
2: twisters.
0: Yeah, the most famous crying boy painting is beautiful and sad. It portrays a young boy who looks like a toddler with an overall taupe color scheme. The boy stares off over the viewer's shoulder into the distance. He has tousled hair as if he just woke up. Big melancholy eyes, a cute little button nose, and a weepy pout. Calm tears drip out of his big doe eyes and onto his ruddy cheeks. The boy's torso and head takes up much of the composition. The painting is haunting to say the least. In the 1950s, Bragolin's paintings were mass produced and many homes in the UK hung up the art on their walls. On September 5th, 1985, the tabloid newspaper The Sun ran an article that shook their readers. They were shooketh. Um, (laughs) An Essex fighter claimed that many homes that they encountered that that had burned down had these paintings in the rubble not destroyed like its surroundings
1: wait 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 wait, you said essex fighter uh, you... firefighter firefighter okay, yes, okay sorry
0: okay. um soon be- people began to believe that the paintings were cursed and would bring misfortune to their homes if left up the sun began organizing mass bonfires encouraging readers to send in their paintings However, as spooky and good of a story this is, there is a scientific explanation to this story that is so simple it's silly. Uh, Steve Punt, a British writer and comedian, began his own investigation into the cursed paintings on the BBC Radio 4. The paintings that were mass-produced were found to have a varnish applied to the painting. This varnish was fire-retardant, something most people didn't know. When the houses that the paintings hung in began to go up in flames, the string that attached the painting to the wall would break, landing the painting face down on the floor, essentially protecting it since the heat rises and it was more likely to be spared from damage.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> <All the laughs> fire burns up. I don't care how
2: flame retardant you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get hot. Well, like they sell flame retardant, cock, you know, to put in things. I've I've worked before for fire safety, but yeah, yeah, you know, it has a temperature cap. Like yeah, it's not true, like true indestructible. Well, it it's a cap of a certain temperature, and when these buildings go up, they their temperatures skyrocket. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's all the information that I have on there, but um, I just it's a really good explanation and i think that it makes sense
2: i don't buy it because it's like saying water resistant you know watch and then you're like yeah, yeah it got dunked in the ocean that's why it's still working like or you no know, no that's something weird cuz it'll take a couple of minutes of water same thing with like uh waterproofing like it'll take a little bit of like but you dunk that bad boy in there after a while it's you know
0: well, I don't know. I think it was a. it's a it's a very popular story. I've heard many variations on it. Um I I'd, was
2: actually gonna cover the this uh, one. Oh yeah. The Crying Boy. Well, yeah. Well just I, the paintings.
0: I do wanna say that um one of my Facebook friends, she does have a podcast of her own that really? I, I've mentioned her before. Um, her name, or well, you know, I'm not going to give her a name. But her, her podcast is called Squaring the Strange. And it's more of a skeptics podcast where they. Cool. You, yeah, cool. But I want to say that ben radford which if you remember from our chupacabra episode he's he's the main guy that was that did the research over there in i think it was south america okay Um, he's he's part of this podcast really yeah so this very nice yeah this this guy is just all over the place debunking stuff,
1: <laughs> ruining our fun. Yeah, but he,
0: um, yeah. If you do want to hear a more in depth episode on this, um, I would recommend Squaring the Strange. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, that were my that was my two that
1: were my that were <laughs> right paper note.
0: <laughs> that was my two painting stories. I like. I thought I did good for how much I've drank. So. Me, me
1: like very much. Uh-huh. Me, Spooky.
0: Me like buzz bombs yeah. and ghosts. <laughs> Wait.
1: Me. Oh, man. I don't have the the beer openings.
0: Uh,
2: me slammy buzz bombs.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. I'm already on my third. Holy shit. God
1: damn. Yeah, I know. I'm only on my t- second ounces. My
0: cavities are on fire. <laughs>
1: Right. But uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed all of this. This was a lot of fun. This I, was, I cool. was really,
2: I this was a a very weird one for me because I just had so many that I was like, because uh, there was music, there's paintings, there's actual you know relics.
0: It was hard not to go into Zach Bagan's territory. Oh, my God. Um, Because I almost covered, like, a haunted chair that Zach Bagan's had. And I was like, no. Well, you know
1: what? To be perfectly honest, I was going to do Bella Lugosi's uh, mirror. Mirror, Yeah. But initially, and I think I'm going to save this one for the next Cursed Items or Cursed uh, Positions, whatever Mm. you want to call it, uh, episode that we do, the... uh, Oh, the tip canoe curse.
0: Tip canoe. Yeah, that I've never heard of that one before. Yeah. When you mentioned it, I was like what's yeah, that? Yeah, she was
1: like, "Oh, cool." I was like, "Oh.
2: I was going to do uh my exes." <laughs> curse."
0: We're not going to mention her.
2: No, just in general, just exes that go crazy.
0: <laughs> Anyways, whoa, what is this? Pokémon.
2: <laughs> That's a nice. <laughs> That's <was> a nice. <laughs> my
1: sister's attention span just goes from yeah. zero to one.
0: Anyways,
1: um. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> oh, we're doing a
3: podcast?
2: What? I'm sorry,
0: I opened up Pokemon Go and there was a Pokemon that I was like, wow, what is that? It's called a Gabite. Oh, I don't have it. That's why I was like, confused on what it was. Anyways, um. Yeah. Yeah, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any suggestions on what uh, topics you'd like us to cover, uh, send it into let's chat paranormal at gmail.com or you can send it into our Facebook or our Instagram. Both of those are Let's Chat Paranormal. Uh, make sure that you go like and subscribe our podcast, give it a good rating, yeah, share it with yeah. your friends. Um, yes,
1: I'm putting a challenge out there. Share as many times as you can, please. Let's see how many times you can share and get share someone to listen. It. A lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are we are breaching. We are, are penetrating that 10,000 mark. Ew.
0: Um, Anywho, dad was just texting me right now about, here's all, you should have my band on the show. I was like, well, we could use some background music, here's on. No, all of us. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Everyone.
0: Yeah. All oh, five of us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I'm sure they
1: have some fucking amazing stories. I'm sure too. they do too. Yeah, your dad has some pretty cool stories. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we
0: don't. We clearly only have four chairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is a promise that I'm I'm making the audience. Uh, now that life is returning to normal for me personally, uh, the uh, YouTube channel is going to be coming really soon. They all, they all have to sit on each other's laps. <laughs>
0: we're just gonna move one of our three couches in the back
2: yeah i can stand off to the side and i'll just shine in every once in a while
0: <laughs> all right guys well i think that can wrap it up for now uh for this episode so thank yeah, you for, join us uh, again please yes join us again for next week. And if you uh if this is your first episode uh we have clearly 71 more episodes to uh go listen to
1: <laughs> of us drinking and laughing and having a good time don't mind the first
0: don't listen to the first episodes
1: or
2: uh, we can't <laughs> say the first cuz you have to give like a, a scope of where we like the first oh,
0: like the first 10 episodes before eric joined us <laughs> anyways um yeah
2: All yeah right. we uh before we were graced with technology. Uh,
0: it was just me and Jesse getting just, drunk on the floor.
2: Yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with Dixie cups and uh, a lot of string.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you again for tuning in this week. Um, make sure you drink a lot of water. Um, just stay safe. Uh, get eight hours of sleep and all that good stuff. Go hug a puppy or something. All right. We love you. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>